Hey everyone, this is Aaron Rost. I'm joining the podcast team, working with Rich Ryan, uh, doing some of the Torque Talks. Um, today I had the opportunity to talk with Lauren Longfield. Uh, if you don't know who Lauren Longfield is, for one, you should. Um, also, she's a ultra runner up in the Northeast, kind of taking that scene by storm this the last couple years. Um, I had the opportunity to talk with her today about some of the races she's done the last couple weeks, some of the races she has coming up and what her motivation is behind uh, how hard she trains. So without further ado, here's Lauren Longfield. Hey Lauren, thanks for joining us today. I know we have like completely crazy schedules. You and I are on opposite schedules. I'm like a night schedule and you're on like a crazy day schedule. So like, I'm so glad we're able to make this work. I know, I'm sorry I'm difficult. <laughs> no, you're not difficult. Like you, you like have a crazy training schedule, it's so impressive. That's something like we can talk about. Um, I know people who are listening to this probably know about you, um, but just in case this is someone's first time, you come from a bodybuilding background similar to me, which is super cool. Um, and then you found ultra running a few years ago, and now you're kind of taking the Northeast by storm. I know you wouldn't say that, but I can say that um, in terms of like ultra running. Um, and you had some crazy races the last couple of weeks. So I'm so excited to hear about that, how you're recovering. And then this crazy race you have coming up. <laughs> yeah. May like a crazy month of like a lot of different events. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, so first off, how did the marathon go and why, like, why did you decide to do that? So a road marathon is basically the furthest from what I, what I do in like my comfort zone. Um, but it was something that I wanted to try. Um, I started doing speed work um, in the fall and uh, I did a half marathon, a road half marathon in January, um, basically for the same reason, just to see see what happens. And, uh, and I was like, you know what, what about a full marathon? So yeah. um, I've probably run on the road about four times this year. So really? I, yeah, I don't ever oh, wow. um Usually, you know, mostly trails, uh, mostly technical trails. Uh, so I was like, why not, you know? Um, I told Rich, I'm like, I think I'm going to do a marathon next week. <laughs> and uh, I was like, okay. So, um, yeah. And it definitely hurt in a different way than I'm used yeah. to because there's no hills to break up your running. There's no technical yeah. rain or rocks to break up your running. So it's like a steady, solid, hard effort for, you know, three plus hours. So, yeah. Well, you do a lot of like trail running and I really, I really do think that translates into road running. Like if you can run yeah. well on a trail, I mean, the road isn't going to be difficult for you. The only thing that's difficult about road running is how it like affects your joints and ligaments. That's a, I always, am like way more sore after road running than I am after a trail run just cause like my ligaments and everything's just like tender. It hurts. Uh, the yeah. You get, did you have the right like road running shoes or did you run in like trail shoes? No. So I actually have the little magic fancy uh, Nike next percent shoes. Okay. So um, I wore them for my half marathon and okay. I wore them for this race. And actually the stack height, like how, you know, thick they are and the carbon plate makes it so you don't feel as beat up after it. Oh, okay. If I run on the road. I'll definitely feel it because I'm not used to it, but these yeah. shoes make it feel like you're not, you're not taking the impact. So thankfully I wasn't as, I didn't feel beat up like my joints and all that. So. Oh, that's good to hear. <laughs> How is your pacing? Cause I feel like that's like a, a, a struggle for, um, I mean, it'd be a struggle for me if I hadn't 
trained for a marathon and had to go do one. Yeah. Pacing is the hardest part because when you're yeah. running trail, you, you can't, you know, you can't compare it to the road because your pace mm. changes if there's, you know, elevation, if there's technical trails. Um, so holding a, you know, finding a pace you want to hit and maintaining that, maintaining that is like difficult. Um, yeah. also like I tend to go out hot with every race. Yeah. Um, so it kind of happened, you know, with the marathon, like I wanted to be around a little under seven minute pace, um, the beginning. Um, but I went out at like 620 pace. So I realized mm -hmm. right away, like that was a bad idea. Uh, mm -hmm. to bring it in you get you're probably like eight miles in you're like this is a bad idea and I have to go 18 <laughs> more miles <laughs> I know. I'm like, what have I done to myself <laughs> exactly, because you're like okay this is cool but I have to maintain this for three plus hours like I need to slow down and you know not not go out too hot it's um but I think it's easy to go out hot when it, you're on the road because there's nothing stopping you from just letting it you know go yeah so um I settled back down into a into a more um comfortable pace and it got it was a late start so it was very hot and at the okay. end it was like um almost 90 degrees and it like hasn't yeah. been hot here so okay it was it was difficult to like eat at the end um i definitely like i only took in 200 calories for the whole marathon because uh, oh, it was wow. like so hot um but yeah it, it was hard it was the end was definitely hard it was not easy but um yeah, it was it was good. It was fun, and it was fun in a weird way. Definitely not something that I I enjoy doing. I prefer trail races. I prefer mm -hmm. mountain races. Don't prefer road. <laughs> yeah. But, um, it was fun to challenge myself and get out of my Definitely. comfort zone. Yeah, and that's something like we've talked about about this year since we started talking more is that you like to do races that are way outside your comfort zone and just kind of see how your body responds. Yeah. And that's, and you train really, really hard. It's not just like you're doing it and then you're going to see what happens. Like you train hard for every race you do, which is super impressive and why you're so successful. I know you're, you wouldn't say that, but I can say it about you, um, is that you do have a really solid training plan and like you do, you know, you set big goals, but you do everything you're supposed to do to reach them. Um, but I imagine the marathon was a little difficult, even with pacing, because I know in your half marathon that you did, you started running fast and then you're able to maintain that the whole time. So that's yeah. probably what you went into this one thinking. Um, so how'd you feel um, about your performance? Did you come first overall at it? Yes. Yeah, so this marathon um, course was definitely not a PR type course. It was a one yeah. mile that had okay. 180 degree turn. Um, oh, wow. And lots of turns every lap. So it wasn't really a fast course. And you were actually on that course with people who were racing for two days, for three days, and for six days. Um, so at that point, you're kind of walking, kind of jogging. So there was a lot of maneuvering around people, um, yeah. <laughs> lots of turning. Uh, we started out, um, the race director had us do a .22 out and back um, before we started the 26th. Okay. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was like, it was a pretty crazy race. Um, I'm happy with my performance. I, I wanted to get under 330 which would be the Boston qualifier um, okay. so that was kind of my goal which I was able um, to get pretty far under that so I was happy with that um, and yeah somehow got first overall too with that yeah so, so your final time was at 312 to... okay is it an actual Boston qualifying race yeah. or oh wow <laughs> if like the opportunity came up would you go run Boston you know <laughs> 
I don't, I, like, I don't want to throw you under the bus. I'm just curious. Yeah. Like, I I didn't train for this. Like I, I do train hard. Um, yeah. I, I am doing speed work, but I'm not doing marathon training. Like I did yeah. not train for a marathon. Like I'm training for trail races for OCR. Um, yeah. So I think if I were to do Boston, I would definitely have to do um, some actual marathon training. Yeah. But I don't know if I'm that interested in, in doing that, but it's cool to qualify. Um, yeah, that's amazing. And like, you really qualify. You didn't just like 329, you like 312, you 18 minutes under. That's really impressive for someone who doesn't consider themselves a road runner. No. <laughs> um, so the other like competition that I'm just so curious to hear about, I just wanted to get to this so bad, was the tactical games. Um, I, when you started training for it and I was, you were on Instagram posting about it, I immediately looked it up because I was like, that is so cool. What a cool competition. So if you don't mind, I think you're going to do it better justice than me. Can you talk about what that competition is about? And then we'll talk about how you did and everything. Yes. So, um, it's a competition that involves shooting and fitness. Um, so it's over the course of a weekend. So it's two days. Um, there's usually six battles or events, um, three per day. And each battle will have um, a fitness aspect and a shooting um, aspect. Um, for the most part, they're short workouts, so think under 12 minutes. And you'll be given a workout. You'll be given some type of technical shooting, um, you know, target shooting to, to do in that time. Um, and if you, you know, you want to try to compete, I mean, complete that in the time allowed as quickly as possible, as efficiently as possible while hitting all the targets, because if you don't hit the targets, you get penalties, um, for that. So that's, that's the main goal. Um, okay. so you shoot with a pistol, you choose what pistol you would like and, um, what rifle, and then the workouts, they see they're more, um, strongman type slash yeah. CrossFit ish. So lots of heavy weight involved, um, especially the elite category, elite men, um, very, very heavy weights. And then there's usually a run, at some point, um, one of the events will be a run, uh, which will be a longer event, um, up to an hour. And so there was, for me, there was one running event and then the rest were all just, um, basically there was some sprinting involved, but it was all short stuff and a lot of weights involved. So. Okay. So how long have you been shooting for? And is, yeah, how long have you been shooting for? So I've been shooting for, um, just about two and a half years, three years, okay. three years. Um, and I've, I've just been target shooting. So okay. just kind of basic target shooting. And I was pretty, pretty decent at that. Um, but this, this event definitely pushes you um, like way past any kind of basic shooting. Like you're shooting through, um, think of a piece of plywood with little holes in it and you have to shoot through those holes to very small targets. Um, okay. You have to, you know, shoot right after you did a workout. So your heart rate is high, um, you know, cause it's all about a steady hand, slow down your breathing. So it makes it kind of more difficult. Mm -hmm. um, you're shooting off different objects. Um, they're trying to kind of get you off balance. Um, they're making you shoot on your weak side. They're making you shoot one handed. Um, they're uh, making you shoot from laying down, kneeling, all different positions that um, you may not have done before. So it's this not is so interesting to me. First off, just like so tangent like you have the sweetest little voice you're like the nicest person you're talking about how good you are at shooting it just is like it's amazing i i love it it's so cool uh sorry i just had to like say that um but that is so cool um why'd you get into shooting was it always to do this competition or is it you just 
found it and realized you're really good at it and like doing it? No. So I've always, I've always been interested in shooting and guns. Okay. So I got my permit uh, about a little over three years ago. And then once I got my permit, I then, you know, bought my first handgun, um, started shooting with that. Um, my dad is into it. So he's okay. kind of helped me a lot, learn, learn, learn about shooting and all that. Um, and then I bought my first rifle and then it kind of went downhill from there where I kept, you know, downhill. <laughs> like it's something that I like to do on the weekends, like a hobby. Yeah. I guess, okay? yeah. um, I've never competed in shooting. I've never hunted actually. I just, just target shooting. And mm -hmm. then I heard about this competition last year and I was like, this is so cool. It combines fitness, which I yeah. like to do. And it com you know, along with shooting and, um, Killian, um, and Kempson are both, um, they both got into this and they're both obstacle course racers. So, um, that was kind of cool to see. And then now you're seeing some of the CrossFitters get into it because the weights are heavy. So, um, and, yeah. and they're very strong. So, um, they are doing really well um, at this competition. All right. So I, I know you talk about the fitness side. How do you feel? how do you do on that side of it? So we talked about the shooting, which is so cool that you do that and that you did so well. Um, how do you feel you did on like the fitness side of it? I was intimidated going into it because of the, the weights. Like I know that I'm strong for my size, but I don't consider myself CrossFit strong or mm -hmm. um, strong compared to a lot of the, a lot of the girls that are there. Um, but I actually managed to do really well um, at all of the events. Um, I did, I was able to move all the weights. Like there was nothing that I wasn't able to move or uh, move efficiently. Um, okay. I was given like actual compliments about how I was able to move the sandbags and do the workouts. And I finished every workout in the time cap, um, the fastest every time, except for one time. So it was, that was definitely my strength. And, um, we had a running workout and I actually had the fastest time of the day, um, out of the men and the women. Oh, I was going to say, does that include the men too? That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> So every workout we do, including the run, you have to do in full kit, which means your plate carrier, um, you have to carry your rifle, um, you have to have, you know, all your magazines on you and your ammo on you. So you're carrying about 20 pounds of weight for the women, the, the men are carrying closer to 30. So um, you're doing all these workouts with weight on you, um, which also is kind of intimidating to me. And yeah. so, but um, it, the fitness side went really well. So I felt oh, pretty awesome. strong. I realized that was- I actually know Oh, sorry. You realized what? I realized I was stronger than I thought I was after it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, I remember watching your training leading up to it and I saw you doing a lot of uh, workouts with the 20 pound weight. So I'm assuming you yeah. figured that's how much you were going to be carrying. So I, was, I saw you doing like a rope climb once with a 20 pound weight. I'm like, Lauren, you're crazy. <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> you yeah. never know, like, um, like the workouts aren't standardized, so they're different every time. Um, okay. you know, I've seen rope climbs in the past. I've seen like, you know, people carrying weight overhead. So I kind of wanted to be prepared for, you know, whatever might be thrown at me. Um, yeah. I knew I had to pick up a hundred pound sandbag at some point. So, um, I wanted to practice with that. So I knew I could get it off the ground, but I didn't know that I could get it off the ground with 20 pounds on me, but I was, so that was good. <laughs> yeah. So, um, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. How, so how did you train? I, I watched your Instagram stories and all that. So that's why I know a little part of it, but obviously that's only a snippet of like what you actually did. Um, so how did you prepare for it? Um, was it just like researching, talking to people, or do you know someone who did it and you worked with that person? So, um, when it comes to shooting, I, my friend is a firearms instructor. Um, okay. so he gave me some tips about shooting and he definitely helped me. 
um, you know, definitely with transitions because you're a lot from your rifle to your pistol um, and you have to be efficient with that, which is stuff that you don't really think about when you're just regularly shooting. So he helped me with that. Um, When it comes to my training, I'm definitely very much focused on OCR, ultras, mountain running. So that's like a big chunk of my training. Um, But every week um, I go to my CrossFit gym, obstacle course gym, where they have, um, you know, they have heavy farmers carries. They have the the rope climb that I can do, the 100-pound rogue sandbags. Um, The stuff that I would definitely, I knew that I would encounter because I follow their Instagram and I've seen their events. So I knew kind of what I might be you know Mm -hmm. expecting um so i would dedicate that day each week to try to make sure that i would um you know try out all that stuff put a weight vest on make sure i can climb a rope a couple times Um, and then also i worked on deadlifting and squats and cleans and just trying to get stronger um i my goal before this was just to get stronger in general because that's something that i want to do but for this competition i knew that i needed to be strong so just the basics you know Mm -hmm get stronger at deadlifting, get stronger at squatting, and that will just make you stronger overall. So I work. Yeah. Out. So you did your similar training, similar OCR training, just once a week kind of added in yeah. the training for this. That's smart. Is that what you do for all your big races? Um, or like all these crazy races that you do, like you keep your consistent training, but then you add in based on what, what competition's coming up next? Um, so yeah, OCR races and trail races, um, you know, are my priority, but luckily, you know, with, with training to get faster, to get stronger. Um, it crosses over whether you're doing just tactile games, whether you're doing OCR. Um, I think it's important to be a well-rounded athlete. And um, that's something that I'm really trying to be, you know, cause you might not need to be super strong for OCR, but it's certainly not gonna hurt you, um, you know, so. Well, I think of- definitely when you, for the 24 races, which I know you're looking at doing, um, I definitely think having strength will help you definitely towards the end of the race. Um, having that. Yeah. So I, I think that's so smart to have. Um, I, I think it's something that's way more common now, but I think, I feel like in the past, uh, runners who lifted, it wasn't, it wasn't as common, but it does seem like every, every runner lifts and they see the importance of it, even just having strong muscles and stuff to prevent injuries. So yeah, that's really smart. Oh yeah. I think lifting has helped me like, you know, with injury prevention, you know, and mm-hmm. when you're running high volume, I think it's even more important to do strength training just to make sure that your joints, your ligaments, everything can hit um, the miles yeah. you're putting. Yeah. And I think you, you had a really strong base and I think bodybuilding, even though it doesn't super connect to like running, it really does because you have a really solid understanding of how to lift for every muscle group, which yes. is important. Um, and you also obviously diet is huge in bodybuilding and it's um, huge in running. It should be so. Um, and you have both of those things and and on track. (laughs) Uh, so you have a race coming up this weekend too. It's called Infinitus, Infinitus. Yes. So it's put on, um, it's put on by the Endurance Society, which is the same same race director that put on the uh, marathon snowshoe race that I did in February. So puts on like a, a bunch of cool, different endurance type races, uh, in the Northeast. So, um, really cool guy. Uh, he actually, um, he started Spartan, um, with Joe DeSena. So it's Andy Weinberg. So pretty cool history lesson there, but, um, yeah, so I did this race back in 2019. Um, and it was really fun. It was my first, um, I did the 88 K. So it was my first 50 plus mile race. 
Um, so this weekend I'm either doing the marathon, which is a little over a marathon or the 88. Depending so you haven't on decided yet. That's such a Lauren move. <laughs> I haven't decided I'm doing the 88k or the marathon, but you know, whatever. I... We'll just see. <laughs> what are you going to decide? <laughs> no, I'm not somebody who does back-to-back -back races ever. I like. I think that like because you can't train when you're racing every weekend, and, and training is how you get better. Um, so I try to do like one, maybe two per month. Um, but this month got a little crazy because I've actually done three. I did a 17 mile trail race um, on May 2nd. Okay. So, um, but I considered the tactical games more of a strength based competition, much running. So I was like, oh, I can do a trail race. I can do a marathon and do that and then do a trail race. So um, I'm feeling pretty good. So I think we're going to, I think we're going to send it for the 88K. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> All right. So, what was your time? I mean, I, I know you're probably way better shape than you were in 2019. So, what's your, what was your time then? Do you kind of have a goal or are you just like, I'm just going to go as fast as I can for as long as I can, see what happens? So I do want to beat my time um, from 2019, which um, unfortunately I had an IT band injury happen mm -hmm. like midway through. And that was my first 50 miler. Um, I was okay. only running for about seven months then. So I was very new to running um, in about 13 hours. So um, okay. I would like to try to beat that. Uh, it's kind of closer to 56 miles. It's definitely on the long side. Um, so definitely like to beat that. Okay. Is anyone going with you or are you going along? Yes. Um, my friend Jess, um, she's okay. doing the marathon. Um, okay. So she does OCR too. So she's, she's doing the marathon. And then my friend who did the tactical games with me, um, Ed, he's going to do the 88K. Oh, cool. Yeah. I feel like that's nice to do it with somebody too, to have other people there so you can commiserate together after. <laughs> oh, it says, oh. Well, I can't see you anymore, but we can still keep talking. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. Um, I think it's just the internet, which uh, is difficult sometimes especially I know you're going in your car so um yeah so that's really cool about that race um what is what's your like goal race for this year is it Spartan 24 or um are there a couple other ones there too so my original goal um was the Spartan Ultra World Championships which were supposed to be held at Killington um but yeah. now they're held in Colorado um, unfortunately I ran at altitude once, um, in my life and that was last year and I got pulmonary edema and got very, very uh. sick. Um, so I'm one of those few people that, um, that get very, very sick. Um, okay. so I, so out, um, you know, because of my job and uh, I don't have flexibility with my job that I can't go out, you know, a couple of weeks earlier any of that to acclimate. Um, I think there is medication you can take. I'm not sure how effective that would be when it comes to actually racing. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm not sure that's kind of up in the air right now, but that originally was, oh, I'm sorry. That was my goal. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. That's uh, yeah. The altitude does weird stuff to people's bodies. Cause I used to live in Colorado Springs and we're at altitude and yeah, it messes with your body. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, what other races do you, what'd you say? 
people like just you know have a little I'd be okay with that but um I got I definitely got really sick so I do want that to be my goal race but figure that out <laughs> yeah take it month by month yeah i'm sure there's a ton of other like amazing races you can do too and there's always world's toughest butter <laughs> exactly there's that too so that's um, definitely <laughs> yeah um are you doing uh sorry talking trip i've been wanting to catch up with you on the races you're thinking about doing are you doing toughest uh philly or toughest poconos now so i'm thinking about that um it's july 17th so um, that's definitely a calendar of possibilities. Um, there's also the bone frog endurance race that day as well, um, in New Jersey. So originally okay. about that. So one of those I will be doing definitely, um, I'm okay. planning Palmerton, um, which is early. Okay. In Pennsylvania. That's awesome. It should be fun because it's a mountain race. And that's right up your alley. <laughs> okay, Lauren. So I know you talked about all these races. If is there any race or thing that kind of in the back of your mind that you're like, that's something I'd want to try someday? Like that you've never like mentioned before? Is there anything that just was like, I don't know. So I, I feel like you've done a lot of those big challenges, but is there something like just like you've seen that you're like, I want to do that one day? I want to do a 200 miler one day um i figured i was like do you i feel like you're someone that would want to do one of those really like ridiculously long races <laughs> i mean because it's not even 100 because at 200 miles it's it's a lot i mean 100 miles is a lot but when it comes to 200 milers it's like it's literally an adventure like you have to take each day by day things are going to go wrong it's you know you have to navigate through those problems and keep going um and we have i mean there's actually like quite a bit of 200 mile races, you know, and, and I've watched like documentaries on them and like YouTube videos of people doing them. And it's like so cool. So, um, that is something I want to do. Um, okay. I also want to run a hundred miles as well, but, uh, I'm kind of putting that off just for a little bit. Um, I'm trying to work on my speed. <laughs> I'm trying to do like a little bit shorter stuff for yeah. right now. Um, but that is in the back of my mind for the future. Oh, awesome. Is there a 200 mile race that you're looking at that has interested you? Well, there's, you know, there's a lot. There's like the Tahoe 200. Um, I have a oh, friend. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, I have a friend who's doing that um, okay. this year in September. So that looks pretty cool because it's gorgeous. It goes around Lake Tahoe. Um, oh, that's amazing. So, yeah. That's where my brother got. I'm from California and I live like an hour yes. and a half from Tahoe. So yeah, it's beautiful up there. I'm sure that'd be a, that's at altitude though, but yeah, that, that would probably be an incredible race to do. Yeah. And then the, the Cocodona 250, which just happened um, in Arizona, that was okay. I heard about, like a, a lot of interviews from that race and that just seemed, that seemed really cool too. <laughs> There's some cool ones in Europe too. Some like long races in Europe that seem really cool. I know, I mean, I think Trevor Cyclist did like a 200, 300 mile race. And it looked really cool. I think I forget where it was, but I was like, that is crazy. I didn't even know. Once you get into the ultra world, you're like, I did not know these races even existed. And there's like a community of people that do these crazy 200, 300 mile races. And that there's a lot of people that do them, which is crazy. Oh, yeah. And the race this weekend, there's an 888K option. And my friend is doing that. So that's like 560 miles. Um, so 
it's crazy that they ha even have these options, but people do them. People sign up. I mean, it's it's a thing. It's like, yeah. what's the limit? <laughs> yeah, I, the limit does not exist. Not exist. <laughs> yeah, but it is crazy. I figured you're someone. I was like, I bet she's someone that wants to do like a mile race. My goal is I want to, again, try a 100-mile race. I did not prepare. wasn't ready for the one that I did. Um, with training, I'm sure, like, it's not going to be an issue. But without training, I was not <laughs> ready for that. Um, but it's fun. Those longer races are fun because you really, like you, you kind of really see what you're made of when you do those races. Um, and it's just kind of fun to put yourself in those situations to see, like, how do I respond when my back's against the wall and I want to quit? Like, what do I do? Um, so it is, like, really cool. And I know you're kind of, like, weird-minded like me. So it's always fun to talk with you. And yeah. something else, um, besides, like, a stupid long race, I also, um, I'm not sure if you heard about Go Ruck. Um, if you know about go rock yeah. have events and stuff. i have a go rock yes <laughs> so, yeah it's great so uh, they put on like all types of different events but um their hardest quote unquote event um is selection and then they have a team assessment as well which is like basically a pre-selection um and my i've known people that have done it and it's basically like 48 hours of pt um making them making you do just like crazy stuff um they try to break you so that's something that's also I want to try to do at some point, which is, which seems kind like, of. Would you want to do the forty-eight hour one? Yes. Yeah, so I. Okay. Uh, it's it's with a team, so you you know have okay. a partner, and then um, you it's forty-eight hours of just brutal PT, getting beat down, um, and then once you get through that, then you could do selection, which is an individual um, event and a little bit and harder from from what I've heard. So. Do you know people that have done it? Yes. Um, okay. Actually, um, Frank, who's the owner of um, Mud Sweat Tears, he's done it twice, um, okay. finished twice. So a lot of times, a lot of people don't even finish. Um, it's it's very very difficult. So I've kind of got the inside perspective on it, and it looks so cool. So um, yeah, yeah, that sounds really cool. Uh, both of those sound really cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, forty eight hours of training sounds pretty intense. But I guess I went through basic training, so maybe I I could do it. But uh, that was 10 years ago, but, <laughs> um, so other than Infinis, uh, you're probably going to have some time off and then you'll probably start doing crazy races again. Um, what advice would you give, uh, people who are trying to get into ultra running, um, as far as training goes, um, how did you work up to where you are now? Cause obviously you have a crazy training schedule, but you know, you didn't start like that. So what advice would you give to someone kind of getting into this ultra world? I think it's important that you don't rush, right? So you want to slowly build up your miles. You want to slowly build up your weekend long runs. Um, I think the most important part of training for ultras alone would be your long runs. And if you're doing an ultra that's over a 50K, um, definitely back-to-back -back long runs will benefit you. Because instead of going out for like a 30-mile long run, and then kind of beating yourself up, you could do, you know, 15 one day and then 15 the next, um, which would actually benefit you because then you'd be running on tired legs the next day, which would simulate what you would feel, um, you know, midway through towards the end of an ultra. So back-to-back -back yeah. long runs would be really important. Um, that's what I've done. I also think strength training is very important. Even if you're not doing Spartan racing, even if you're just doing ultras, it's very important, um, you know, that you do strength work. Like, don't be afraid to lift heavy, you know, 
do lunges, do squats, do deadlifts, all that stuff is really important. Um, and you know, just don't, don't feel the need to like go out and do a 50 miler, you know, right yeah. away. Like, I think it's important to work your, you know, work your way up mm-hmm. and just don't rush things because you could more than likely will get injured. So I've slowly built up my weekly volume, um, mm-hmm. over these last two and a half years, you know, and, um, built up my long runs. And then every couple of weeks, I kind of take an easier, lower volume week to back off. So I think it's important um, to be kind of smart and not overdo it. Because some people yeah. and some people are capable of doing higher volume and some people can't. And if you can't, then there's other ways, you know, cross training to get that volume, right? Because you don't have to do all of your workouts running if you want to, you know, biking. I mean, look at Ryan Atkins. He's done, he does lots of biking. Um, and he's the best ultra athlete there is. So um, if you can't handle all the running volume, which not everybody can, get on a bike, um, rowing, you know, skier, all that stuff now, you know, you can cross train too. Um, but I think it's important to actually run though too. You don't want to just do all of your workouts cross training because that running motion that you're going to be doing for so long, if you don't ever run, it's 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 going to be hard. <laughs> it's going to be really yeah. hard with an ultra. So Yeah. Well, that's great advice, Lauren. Seriously, um, you have built your way up to being this incredible ultra athlete. And I know you're humble in that way. And it's hard to hear, for people to tell that to you, but you are. Um, and it's amazing to see what you're doing in this sport. And it's been so fun to be on this journey with you. Uh, thanks for taking the time to talk with me. I know it was hard trying to find the a right time with our schedules, but I really appreciate it. I hope you have a good rest of your work day. <laughs> and I'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks, Aaron. Bye. Bye.